Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you on a Wednesday. Uh, we're going to continue our wonk to pop feature today. <laughs> and we're going to go to the pop side of the house. We've done a lot of the wonky stuff in terms of what's going on in Washington, D.C., and we wanted to get to some of the uh, pop culture kinds of things that are happening as well. So who do we go to? Of course, we go to the Deseret News' own Herb Scribner. Herb, thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today. Yeah, thanks, Boyd. I love I love coming on here. It's always good. And as we are in the pop component, uh, chime in today. Give us your thoughts on uh, what we're talking about, what's going on in your world today. Uh, you can always do that on the Utah Community Credit Union text line, 57500. Again, 57500, only when it's safe. Why, Herb? Safety first. That's yeah. the answer. Yep. All right. So the the big buzz in the pop culture side of the house today is all around the face app. So you can see how you might look when you're old. Yep. I just have to look in the mirror. <laughs> it's it's like coming all too fast for me. Uh, but but what's going on with this app? Why it? I mean, this is the buzz online today. Yeah. So this is an app that actually, funny enough, it comes around every two years or so. And it usually might have a different name or someone else or whatever. But so this this round it's called Face App, and it's an app where you put in a picture of yourself, and using artificial intelligence and uh, algorithms, whatever you want to call it, it redoes your face to appear uh, for most people old. Um, if you're an older person, you can put it in and make yourself look young. Though I've heard the results are not as good. Not as good. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> now, I do. I do have internet. to. I do have to weigh in that. There is on DeseretNews.com, there is the aging Herb Scribner. Oh, yeah. How, how do you feel about that? Um, I just, you know, it... it, it, does, it does it look like your dad? Does it look like anybody you know? I don't know. It scared me, though, a little bit. It scared me because I was, like, looking into my future. Yeah. And I realized that's why in time travel movies they tell you not to meet your future self because you'll have like, always dangerous in your mind yeah oh wow so, hadn't thought about that yeah hadn't that's what thought happened. about that all yeah. right so obviously a lot of uh a lot of the rich and famous have uh, taken their turn uh using the facial recognition mm-hmm. and putting their info in there uh who's who's the most interesting one you've seen uh in terms of hmm age may not be their friend <laughs> <laughs> so i know uh people in utah might might like this answer um gordon hayward yeah does not age well using this app. He looks. Uh, Does he still have a broken ankle? <laughs> I guess it's facial, not not ankle. Related. Yeah, that's a good question, though. Uh, yeah, he he. I mean, his hair's all over the place, and he just looks very uh, doesn't look like himself, really. But yeah, he was a he was a tough one. 
Uh, Steph Curry looked interesting as well. Um, yeah, a lot of NBA players are doing it, which is why I just used two examples. But Clearly the um, offseason for the yeah, NBA. Yeah. These guys are a little bored. Yeah. Uh, there's a good one of Rudy Gobert as well that, oh, that's circulating online too. All right. Yeah. Now let's get into the uh, the interesting part of this to me is the fact that they're using facial recognition. And this is a Russian-based app. Yeah. Is there not a security concern somewhere along the line? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. The first two days that this has kind of gotten popular again, uh, everyone's doing it, right? And then, like, all of a sudden someone's like, hey, you guys know that this is based in Russia, right? And then all of a sudden everyone starts freaking out. <laughs> security experts are weighing in. Um, and, yeah, and there's, like, a part uh, that uh, there's a – if you read the terms and conditions and the privacy policy, basically you allow – the app to have like exclusive use of your photos wow. and yeah, you, you give them a fully paid free, uh, non-exclusive irrevocable license to use, reproduce, modify, publish, translate, create der- derivative works from distribute publicly perform and display your photos. <laughs> what could possibly so, go wrong? Yeah. What could possibly <laughs> go wrong? So yeah, people are, uh, people just, wow. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. So, All right. uh, I deleted the app after I found that out. All right. <laughs> too late. Yeah. Too late. Yeah, too late. All right. Yeah. I wonder how many people have, have now realized that they have given a Russian app company the rights to their image. That's uh, that's amazing. a little scary. Yeah. All yeah. right. Let's uh, let's shift gears a little bit because we got to bring uh, the presidential politics back into it a little bit. Uh, but looking at it from uh, an online point of view, uh, latest uh, things coming out in terms of who's getting the attention online uh, and we've we've talked to you about this before, Herb. This is really interesting to measure interactions, which are likes, shares, those kinds of things. And it shows how challenging it is for these uh, nominees, uh, people seeking the nomination for the Democrats, uh, because the numbers are all over the place. Yeah, I mean, you see this like week to week almost. Um, the numbers change so much. And a lot of it has to do with the news cycle, of course. Yeah. Um, some, you know, like last time we talked, I think it was right after the debates. And so there's going to be a lot of enthusiasm around these candidates, but now it's like, there's kind of been a low point. You kind of see really, uh, based on like social interaction, that's a huge sample size. So you're going to see who's got people like revved up. And I think in recent numbers, it seems like it's Kamala Harris. Yeah. And a lot of the, a lot of the love. Yeah. So it was fascinating coming out of the last debate. You had uh, mayor Pete Buttigieg was off the charts, several million, uh, interactions in a, in a single week. Mm -hmm. Uh, now you've seen that dip, uh, as you mentioned, Kamala Harris led out this week with 1.2 million interactions, uh, which took her to the the number one spot. But, uh, Pete Buttigieg is nowhere to be found in the top 10, Mm -mm. uh, in terms of mentions there. Also interesting to note, uh, you you talk about the news cycle shift, and uh, you've got uh, you've got uh, Representative Ocasio Cortez who had who had four times as many interactions as even the top uh, presidential candidate Kamala Harris this week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of it has to do with the news cycle there, and um, obviously AOC has been in the news cycle this week, especially. Um, and uh, yeah, you're even seeing it with like you know De Blasio, like his poll numbers are. I don't even know if, what if they exist. I don't think they register. Yeah, yeah, but he's he actually could be negative because he's inside the margin of error. Right, <laughs> like he right. could be negative three. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, but you know, there's been all that, uh, been all the all the news with the with the blackout in New York, and 
Uh, he was in Iowa, I believe, at the time. So mm-hmm. that that obviously will rev up some discussion online. Yeah. Um, so that's why he has actually he's like number six. Yeah. Um, so that's it's interesting to see these numbers uh, fluctuate so much. Uh, fantastic. Herb Scribner from the Deseret News uh, always giving us the inside uh, scoop on wonk to pop, <laughs> especially the pop side of the equation. Yeah. So, Herb, thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today. Happy to be here, Boyd, always. Right. Always great to have uh, Herb with us on the program. Uh, great insight there. Uh, again, if you're just joining us, uh, a lot of ground to cover today. We're doing the extended version of Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, the opinion editor at the Deseret News. We're going to keep things rolling right along, but we're going to step aside now for bottom of the hour news. And uh, when we come back, we'll pick up, we'll talk about uh, some of the Swedish healthcare system. We'll talk about uh, some of the debates that are coming up and uh, a host of other things on Inside Sources right here on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back.